Piping Show. This podcast is your ultimate guide to holistic health and wellness. Our team of best lifers share their stories. Wait, wait, wait. What is this best lifing? We transform your life from ordinary to extraordinary and help you live your dreams. So now, let's start best lifing. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Best Lifing Show on Be Unique. My name is Julia Brodska and I'm the author of the international best-selling book, Best Lifing. Today we have one of our amazing best lifers. His name is Monty. He's also a personal trainer and a fitness expert, as well as a professional boxer and Florida State Golden Gloves champion. Welcome, Monty. Thank you so much for having me. It's an absolute pleasure to be here. Indeed, it's a pleasure to have you as well. So Monty, tell us, what are we going to be talking about? Uh, Today we're going to get right into the topic of how to attract like-minded people. And that's an excellent topic. I think a lot of people out there today are really impacted by the people that they surround themselves with. So I think it's a very important topic to talk about. So before we get into it all, uh, we'll just share a little bit about what Best Lifing is all about. So we are a holistic health and wellness coaching company, and we've got Monty over here who does training and boxing with our clients, we've got nutritionists, we've got yoga gurus, we've also got a hypnosis therapist, and much, much more. So if you want to go to our website for more information, it's bestlifing.com, and you can book a free clarity call with one of our best lifers who are all experts in their field. All right, so Monty, do you want to tell us a little bit about your story and your journey and how you made it here to Best Lifing with us? So my journey started about six years ago when I first moved to Miami from Egypt. Uh, I came here and I was very alienated and I felt alone. So um, I started uh, hanging around the wrong groups of people, you know, started hanging around a lot of troublemaking kids and I started getting in a lot of trouble myself. And then eventually I started finding myself um, being very negative and very angry. So one day I was walking down the street and I came across this boxing gym and I took a peek inside and I saw a bunch of kids sparring against each other and they were fighting. And that intrigued me because, you know, I had a lot of pent up aggression and anger from um, that mentality and mindset that I had that I was always uh, an aggressor. So uh, I stepped in the gym, you know, I started mixing it up. I started sparring with some of the people and uh, I liked it very much. And eventually uh, I got a lot of eyes looked at me and people got interested in who I was and what I had to, uh, to offer in terms of boxing. And I was picked up by one of the managers over there at that gym and they took me to work with a world-class trainer who uh, later on eventually led me to another gym called Normandy Gym and that is where I met my trainer, Danny. And uh, Danny, honestly, he changed my mentality and my mindset and the way I was living my life and my lifestyle because uh, he always made sure that um, I had the right mindset to train and I was doing good in and outside of the gym in order to train me. And so I started seeing that um, when I was hanging around the gym more often, I started seeing that, you know, getting in trouble and hanging around the wrong groups of people was really not very beneficial. It only was dragging me down. So I spent all my time in the gym, and with that, um, the people that were coming into the gym, 
Um, they had positive energy. They were always excited to come work out. And that within, my, within itself started changing my outlook on things in life. And uh, I started becoming more appreciative towards the gym and appreciative towards the people that were coming in. And I was more grateful to training and more grateful towards Danny and grateful towards Danny and the gym and the people coming in. And little by little, I started building you know, a closer, um, tighter um, relationship with some of the clients over there. And that was when I met two of the most influential people in my life who still to this day always you know, hold me accountable and help push me towards my goals and becoming a better person. That's a great story, Monty. And I'm sure many people can absolutely relate to that. We've, we've definitely all found ourselves you know, hanging around in the wrong crowd sometimes and then finding our way. Uh, just Sometimes it just takes the, the right person to believe in you. Do you agree with that? I absolutely agree in that because once people start believing in you, you start believing in yourself and that is probably the most powerful thing that could happen. Exactly. I love it. All right. So let's talk about how we can attract those right people into our experiences, those who are like-minded. You Would you say that it's luck that you came across this or something else? Well, honestly, speaking from experience, I would say that it's all about who you surround yourself with. You are the company you keep, and um, if you surround yourself with five demotivated people, you become the sixth. If you surround yourself with five successful people, you become the sixth. So you have to take a look back at your friends, your social circle, where they're going, what their mentality is, what their goals and ambitions are, and that reflects who you are and where you are going in life. Yeah, I couldn't agree more with that. Absolutely. And there's, there's also another saying out there which is quite similar to the one that you just said, and it goes, you are the average of the top five people you surround yourself with, and to take it another step further, you actually even earn the average of the top five people that you surround yourself with. So I do, do definitely agree with that. And so I guess my question is, do you think that you know, some people just get lucky in the way that they surround themselves with those people? Or do you think that there's actually a strategy to it and something that you can actively do? Well, honestly, I don't really believe in luck personally. But uh, I believe that you attract what you put out in the universe. And uh, you just have to spread positive energy in order to have that energy reciprocated. So... If you walk around, you know, dwelling in, in a negative mindset, you're going to attract negative people. But if you always have a positive outlook on life, you're going to start attracting more positive people who would help you towards your goal and help you become a better person. That's so true. And, and I love how you said that. I think the way that you carry yourself and the behavior that you demonstrate is absolutely going to be a you know, reflection of exactly of what you get back. One thing that I definitely learned a few years ago when I started to create this change for myself was that the people that you're attracting, you can almost use that as like a mirror of who you are and how you behave. They're just sort of reflecting back to you. So the things that you don't like about somebody is just literally like a reflection back to you of who you are. Would you agree with that? I definitely would agree with that. I mean... People, you know, they're always very quick to judge and make assumptions and, you know, pick out the flaws in others when they really are just basically picking out the flaws that they don't like within themselves. Yeah, I agree with that. Because, you know, if you've accepted those flaws in who you are, for sure they can't really bother you in someone else, right? Mm-hmm. We're always late sometimes. We're always annoying sometimes. Definitely. <laughs> it can't happen. So where do you reckon you would start? You know, if you were to give someone some advice, where would you start in 
What would be the first steps for attracting those like-minded people? I would, I would suggest to really discovering yourself first, you know, set clear intentions as to what you want out of life, where you want to go, your dreams, your ambitions, and that will set, you know, a clear, it will, it will paint a clear picture as to where you should be and what kind of people you should be surrounding yourself with. Yeah, I love it. And then I think to add to that, once you discover yourself and, you know, you lay that out exactly who you are and where you want to go, um, demonstrating it first. So the people that you want to attract, you've got to be like them because, you know, no successful person is going to want to hang out with somebody who has different values and different objectives. So that's how you wouldn't attract them into your experience, right? Well, I mean, I would say that you have to take action and put yourself out there. You you don't want you don't want to let the fears of you know potential judgment or re- rejection hold you back from where you could be. Um, so your social circle has to match your own aspirations and your goals in life. Otherwise, you'll just find very little support when you need it most. Yeah, that's really great insight. So I know you've been working on a little bit lately on the universe and the law of attraction and some gratitude stuff. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that? Definitely. So um, as I was saying, those two influential people that I had met from the gym, they introduced me to this movie called The Secret. And basically the movie The Secret is about um, the law of attraction. If you want something, you got to speak it into existence and manifest it, and the universe will just present it to you. Um, lately, I started practicing a lot of gratitude and manifestation skill. Uh, sorry, manifestation um, practices, and I started seeing that a lot of things started going my way. So, for example, um, if I'm running late to for work or something, instead of having my thoughts as being, oh, I don't want to be late. That is me already putting the energy out there that I'm going to be late and I'm worried about being late. So. As a result, the universe will work towards that, and I will actually be late. But if I shift my vibe and my energy to being from to going from I don't want to be late to to I'm not going to be late, things will actually start aligning with that and aligning with your energy and positive vibe, and the universe will not make you be late. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. It's about you know the universe not like really being biased to what you want and what you don't want. It's going to give you everything that you're thinking of. And for those of you out there who haven't heard of The Secret, I would highly recommend grabbing the book uh, by Rhonda Byrne or watching the documentary. It's just called The Secret. It's a bit of an old one, but it's a good one. And the lessons in there are timeless. And so I guess it's all good in theory and it's all great to hear these, you know, these things that, well, you think about it and it's going to come true. Us believe, receive or think about it and it will manifest. But a lot of people give up and a lot of the common resistance that I often uh, get when I'm talking to people about, you know, why don't you live by this kind of mindset is because there's challenges along the way. And Montana, you went through some of those recently. Could you tell us a little bit about, you know, the challenge in between shifting that perspective from when you begin to realize and start to think and you're doing your daily gratitude every morning and things are just not working out for you to that shift where things actually start working. How do you overcome that period in between? It is honestly just all belief. You really have to believe in the process. You can't, You cannot fool the universe. You cannot wake up in the morning and say that I'm going to have a great day when you really don't believe it, just to put it out there and just expect that you're going to have a great day. No, you really have to sit down and actually f- think and put all your energy into having a great day and 
you'll start realizing that even though it might it might it might not be the best day ever it might take a few days until you get there you're eventually going to have that and uh it's just a, a process of believing and always staying consistent and being in that positive mind frame no matter what happens or what the outcome is always just got you got to have faith in you're gonna, receiving what you want I love it. I love how you said you can't fool the universe. You can't just say things um, and think that, you know, that the universe is going to believe you just because you're saying it out loud. Though I do want to add to that, you can continuously say it enough, even if you don't believe it right away, and sort of rewrite your, your narrative by doing that. So saying it over and over again, yeah, you might not believe it at first, and no, you won't be fooling the universe, but eventually uh, you'll say it enough that you do rewire your brain and those things will start to show themselves in the physical form. Uh, and then you won't have to fool the universe because it will be true. So it's about just sort of sticking to that and exactly what you said, having some faith. All right, so totally changing the topic a little bit. What would you say to someone, because I know some people might be introverted or maybe a little bit shy, and so it's very much out of their comfort zone to, you know, go out there and network with people who are different to them. So potentially, um, I know when I was always hanging around with the rough crowd, um, getting myself in trouble, getting arrested once upon a time over 10 years ago, you know, I, I mean... I would put that down to the fact that I was shy and I was scared. And a lot of the time when I was with successful or intelligent people, I didn't have the confidence to talk to them. I didn't feel like I could hold a conversation. Uh, I was scared that I would sound stupid and I didn't really know anything about anything that successful people talked about. So what would you, what would you say to that? What would you do? I would say that you have to always be open to learning and testing new boundaries. You really got to challenge yourself and constantly work towards being a better person and bettering yourself in every aspect. It's just a process of trial and error. Sometimes it might be more difficult to have a conversation than others. Um, but you just have to, you know, get through the rough parts in order for smooth sailing to be a achievement. Nice. And, and what about improving your conversational skills or communication skills what tips would you would you give us for that i would just recommend practice you know just go outside put yourself out there allow yourself to be vulnerable try it's a process of trial and error you only get better when you practice and um it's it's not the scary i mean it may seem scary but it really is not the scariest thing in the world because you you put yourself in a position where you can potentially meet somebody who is very um, similar to you in many ways and that could flower into you know a very beneficial friendship or relationship or something where both parties would be in a position where they are gaining from it and not losing anything. I love it and I think that one thing that you really got to like always say to yourself is what is the worst thing that can happen because a lot of the time I think we worry too much about all these potential future outcomes that in most situations don't even happen. That's definitely a flaw in all of us. Even me, when I was about to publish my book, I, you know, I'd been writing it for a long time. I was really confident in, you know, all the stories in there and the information that I was putting out there. But at the same time, I still had the same fears of, you know, what if nobody likes it? What if I'm the only person that likes this book? So... Um, I think it's just about, 
yeah, getting comfortable with being uncomfortable. And to be honest, like the book did pretty well and it got good reviews. So at the end of the day, those fears were just an imaginary future that I was creating in my mind. And I think we do that often. Tell us about a time, Monty, when you've created an imaginary future that didn't turn out the way that you thought it would when you jumped in and just got the confidence to go all in. Well, actually, I have a very, you know, interesting, relatable story, and that would, I'd have to take you back to when I was competing for my Golden Gloves title. Um, I stepped into it with the mindset in the beginning that I may not come out victorious, and I may, you know, embarrass myself in front of myself and in front of others, but honestly, when I stepped in the ring and when, when I heard the first bell of the first round, I just... Um, told myself, you know what, I'm here, what's the worst that can happen, I just should go all in, and I really just didn't hold back, and I put all self-doubts and fears behind, and just focused on being in the moment right now, and doing everything I can to ensure that I could come out on top and victorious, and despite being alone and having nobody in my corner, and not really training, um, with sufficient time enough for the fight, I still came out because, I still came out victorious, sorry, because uh, I truly believed that I could do it and I really just ended up doing what I said I could. That's a great story. That's amazing. I love it. One thing that I've always found was very difficult when, you know, trying to find your social circle is, even though I've got my own personal ways, I'm interested in hearing, where do you go looking for those type of people? That's a great question. Uh, I would definitely say, first of all, you want to skip doing that at like bars and parties and all of those social gatherings, purely because that's not really the place where you're networking to sort of grow. That's more a let loose kind of space. Uh, I don't totally say don't ever do that. Of course, you want to let loose. And if that's something you enjoy doing, go for gold. But if you're looking to grow your circle and become more successful, it's definitely got to be in things that interest you. So... Maybe you could try tennis for the first time or yoga or boxing, different activities that are aligned with what you actually love doing. And the people that you're trying to attract are already going to be in that space and interested. And I talk about this a lot in the relational area of life. Um, when you're finding your partner or valuable relationships, you know, rather than meeting the man or woman of your dreams and then forcing them to go to yoga with you, it's probably a better starting point to already be aligned with something and so that's where I strongly you know urge people to go go chase their hobbies and that's where you'll usually find the the right people that you want to meet another way I would suggest is going like random meetup groups I know everything's virtual right now you can still do that there's an app called meetup actually Um, and just go do something out of your comfort zone And when I say out of your comfort zone, I do mean out of your comfort zone, but still interesting to you. So go to a meetup group that you've never done before and just go there with the intention to specifically meet people. That way you're going to, you know, grow your network, increase your knowledge, potentially learn something and just try something new. Uh, So that's always fun. And the last space I would say would be join a community or a volunteer program or just get a bunch of people together, uh, potentially those who you aspire to be like, and just, you know, jam with them, do what you guys are good at, and spend time just focused on the present and focused on your goals and dreams and, you know, talking about things that are going to be beneficial 
to both of you guys and seeing how you can expand each other's knowledge. I think that's the biggest one. That is definitely, you know, great advice. And, um, you know, I would, I would add to that is that um, connection breeds confidence and confidence breeds results. So your ability to surround yourself with people who motivate, inspire, and hold you accountable is very important to your success. That's a good point, Monty. So t- tell us why and how that's beneficial to your success. Speaking from personal experience, you know, success is not an independent journey. At some point, you know, we're all going to have to rely on somebody to help us to get to where we want. That's so true. I always say no one is self-made. Like, everybody always needs to help with someone else, right? That's definitely true, you know. It is a very tough journey when you're trying to become successful. And it is very important to be able to have somebody to lean on when you need that extra push or that extra motivation and um, advice or guidance. Yeah, and I just want to add to it real quick that successful people are more often than not willing to help others. They're not selfish people and, you know, they generally do care about other people's success too. But what's super important, uh, just as a bit of advice for any anyone listening out there, is that successful people don't like to have their time wasted. So it's really important that you show those people that you're taking their time seriously and you actually go back and implement um, the advice that they've given you. Like think about a time when you've maybe had a friend, this is more for the ladies out there, um, a girlfriend who's always coming to you about her boy problems and she's continuously giving you the same problems over and over again and you give her advice, give her advice and then eventually you're like, oh man, she's not even listening anyway. So what's the point? And so you want to make sure that when somebody does give you their time and their energy and their expertise, that you're not wasting that because very quickly successful people won't want to help you if you don't demonstrate that you're actually listening and applying what they've asked you or um, advised you to do. Sorry to interrupt that. Go on, Monty. <laughs> yeah, I really, I actually really agree with what you said about that because um, success from speaking from experience, I've seen that successful people are actually some of the most selfless people out there because they've been on both ends of the spectrum. They felt what it is when you're first starting on the journey of becoming successful. They know what it is, you know, to it has to take in order to achieve that success and they also know what it means to have it so that is why i feel like they are always very keen and eager to help out because they were in that position too at some point they needed help and guidance and they probably have had it from somebody so they want to pay it forward and make sure that you know they are able to provide and help in whatever way that they can yeah and let's not um skip out on failure too i can tell you very firmly that every single successful person I've ever met has definitely had their fair share of failures. And so, you know, you do get a sense of wanting to protect others from making those mistakes that took you years of, you know, years to learn or lots of money to learn. And so I I do think that there is a big common goal of making the world a better place like that. Well, you know what they say, there is no success without failure. I mean, a successful person is not going to take your hand and, you know, show you the easy ways to the top, but they're definitely going to help guide you and give you advice and, you know, sort of let you learn throughout your own process of trial and error, but with, with, with you know, a bit of guidance. They're not going to just give you the answers right away. They're going to push you towards the right path, and the rest is up to you with what you do with that knowledge. For sure. I love it. 
So to wrap it up, let's quickly leave our listeners with a few tips and a few places that you can meet some like-minded people or people that you aspire to be like. So one one for me that I would like to share is, is social media. I know you didn't expect that one. So social media, we always have people that we aspire to be like or people that you know influence us in certain ways. And rather than trying to be like them from the other side of the phone or you know being jealous of them or whatever it may be, rather than doing any of those things, my big recommendation is reach out to them and say hello uh, and you know tell them what you like about them, for example, or what you aspire to be like and what qualities you enjoy about their posts or personality and you know if they're in the same city as you potentially see if you can buy them a drink and take a bit of their time to get some advice or just have a casual conversation and if they're not in the same city you know there's always zoom and all the other online uh ways that you can get in touch so that would be my first one what about yours monty uh, I would really suggest, you know, going anywhere where people are just trying to better themselves, whether it is a gym, you know, a book club, anywhere where people are trying to benefit themselves in any aspect, you're definitely going to run into successful people. And that's definitely going to be the social circle you want to stay around because um, I wouldn't recommend, you know, going somewhere with like a, a bar or, you know, a smokers club or stuff like that where people just go for leisure time. I would really recommend um, reaching out in places where... It is, the goal is to benefit yourself in whatever aspect it is, but physically, mentally, you know, spiritually, um, anything of that sort. And also, I really recommend, you know, putting your ego aside. Um, I could understand how intimidating it will be to, you know, surround yourself with successful people, but you have to understand that ego, your ego will, will be your downfall. You know, don't be afraid to ask people how they got to where they are or what it took for them to become successful and just, you know, always be open to learning from what they have to say and understand that, yeah, they are success- more successful than you at that point, but at one point they were in your shoes as well. Yeah, I love that. One thing I think we spoke about in the last podcast as well is to not compare yourself to somebody um, or not compare yourself to anybody actually, right? You, you are in in the place that you are and other people are in different stages of their journey and that's totally okay. Everybody starts from the same place. And just being comfortable with that is just super important rather than putting yourself down or comparing yourself to other people. And that also goes for like, it's, it's, it's really, you know, interesting because there, you have successful people on different spectrums. You know, there's a successful 20-year-old millionaire who just started YouTube a year or two ago and they, they hit their first million. We have this guy who's been working his whole life towards a goal and, um, you know, he's 45, he hasn't seen his first million, but as soon as he turns, you know, 46, he becomes a millionaire. So you have a 20-year-old millionaire and the guy's been working his whole life um, to become one. You know, it's different journeys everybody has to go through their due process and their own experiences in order to reach that level of success. It doesn't matter how long it takes. Um, eventually, the end goal will you know, be there. For sure. And then the next one that I have to offer is sometimes you're going to have to invest in yourself. So there's going to be areas in life uh, that we 
might not necessarily be good at and that's totally okay so for example maybe your financial knowledge isn't that great or maybe your relationship knowledge isn't that great and sometimes you don't have access to those people necessarily right then and there so I think it's very important to invest in yourself and learn things that you need to uh, in in preparation because remember how we said that to attract that person, you actually have to act like that person first. The people that are in your life are just going to be a reflection of you. So, yeah, I think that if you're finding that, for example, you might be really bad with money and in a lot of debt and for some reason, you know, you can't seem to find anyone who knows anything about money or isn't in debt also, uh, that's where it's time to invest in a little bit of financial education, for example, and get yourself onto, I guess, into alignment with that person. Because, you know, if you think about it, a bunch of authors will have similar conversations, whereas a bunch of bank managers would have similar conversations that are very different to those. So being able to even attract that person, you'd have to put yourself into alignment with that person first. Definitely agree with that, which brings us back to what we were talking about earlier, how you should align yourself with your goals and your ambitions, and um, the universe will start aligning itself with you as well. So you are you attract what you want, and that is exactly what um, you know aligning yourself with successful people means. That's great. Thank you so much. So that brings us to the end of another show. Thank you guys all so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. Monty, our wonderful best lifer, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. You know, it was an absolute pleasure to talk about this and help out in any way I could. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Best Lifing Show on Be Unique. My name is Julia Brodska and I'm the author of the international best-selling book, Best Lifing. Today we have one of our amazing best lifers. His name is Monty. He's also a personal trainer and a fitness expert, as well as a professional boxer and Florida State Golden Gloves champion. Welcome, Monty. Thank you so much for having me. It's an absolute pleasure to be here. Indeed, it's a pleasure to have you as well. So Monty, tell us, what are we going to be talking about? Uh, today we're going to get right into the topic of how to attract like-minded people. And that's an excellent topic. I think a lot of people out there today are really impacted by the people that they surround themselves with. So I think it's a very important topic to talk about. So before we get into it all, uh, we'll just share a little bit about what Best Lifing is all about. So we are a holistic health and wellness coaching company, and we've got Monty over here who does training and boxing with our clients, we've got nutritionists, we've got yoga gurus, we've also got a hypnosis therapist, and much, much more. So if you want to go to our website for more information, it's bestlifing.com, and you can book a free clarity call with one of our best lifers who are all experts in their field. All right, so Monty, do you want to tell us a little bit about your story and your journey and how you made it here to Best Lifing with us? So my journey started about six years ago when I first moved to Miami from Egypt. Uh, I came here and I was very alienated and I felt alone. So um, 
I started uh, hanging around the wrong groups of people, you know, started hanging around a lot of troublemaking kids, and I started getting in a lot of trouble myself. And then eventually I started finding myself um, being very negative and very angry. So one day I was walking down the street and I came across this boxing gym and I took a peek inside and I saw a bunch of kids sparring against each other and they were fighting. And that intrigued me because, you know, I had a lot of pent-up aggression and anger from um, that me mentality and mindset that I had that I was always uh, an aggressor. So uh, I stepped in the gym, you know, I started mixing it up. I started sparring with some of the people and uh, I liked it very much. And eventually uh, I got a lot of eyes looked at me and people got interested in who I was and what I had to, uh, to offer in terms of boxing. And I was picked up by one of the managers over there at that gym and they took me to work with a world-class trainer who uh, later on eventually led me to another gym called Normandy Gym and that is where I met my trainer, Danny. And uh, Danny, honestly, he changed my mentality and my mindset and the way I was living my life and my lifestyle because uh, he always made sure that um, I had the right mindset to train and I was doing good in and outside of the gym in order to train me. And so I started seeing that um, when I was hanging around the gym more often, I started seeing that, you know, getting in trouble and hanging around the wrong groups of people was really not very beneficial. It only was dragging me down. So I spent all my time in the gym, and with that, um, the people that were coming into the gym, um, they had positive energy, they were always excited to come work out, and that within, my, within itself started changing my outlook on things in life, and uh, I started becoming more appreciative towards the gym, and appreciative towards the people that were coming in, and I was more grateful to training, and more grateful towards Danny, and grateful towards Danny, and the gym, and the people coming in, and little by little, I started building you know, a closer um, tighter um, relationship with some of the clients over there and that was when I met two of the most influential people in my life who still to this day always you know hold me accountable and help push me towards my goals and becoming a better person. That's a great story Monty and I'm sure many people can absolutely relate to that we've we've definitely all found ourselves you know hanging around in the wrong crowd sometimes and then finding our way uh, just sometimes it just takes the the right person to believe in you. Do you agree with that? I absolutely agree in that because once people start believing in you, you start believing in yourself and that is probably the most powerful thing that could happen. Exactly. I love it. All right. So let's talk about how we can attract those right people into our experiences, those who are like-minded. You Would you say that it's luck that you came across this or something else? Well, honestly, speaking from experience, I would say that it's all about who you surround yourself with. You are the company you keep, and um, if you surround yourself with five demotivated people, you become the sixth. If you surround yourself with five successful people, you become the sixth. So you have to take a look back at your friends, your social circle, where they're going, what their mentality is, what their goals and ambitions are, and that reflects who you are and where you are going in life. Yeah, I couldn't agree more with that. Absolutely. And there's, there's also another saying out there which is quite similar to the one that you just said, and it goes, you are the average of the top five people you surround yourself with, and to take it another step further, you actually even earn the average of the top five people that you surround yourself with. So I do, do definitely agree with that. And so I guess my question is, do you think that, you know, some people just get lucky in the way that they surround themselves with those people? Or do you think that there's actually a strategy to it and something that you can actively do? 
Well, honestly, I don't really believe in luck personally, but uh, I believe that you attract what you put out in the universe, and uh, you just have to spread positive energy in order to have that energy reciprocated. So if you walk around, you know, dwelling in, in a negative mindset, you're going to attract negative people. But if you always have a positive outlook in life, you're going to start attracting more positive people who would help you towards your goal and help you become a better person. That's so true. And, and I love how you said that. I think the way that you carry yourself and the behavior that you demonstrate is absolutely going to be a you know, reflection of exactly of what you get back. One thing that I definitely learned a few years ago when I started to create this change for myself was that the people that you're attracting, you can almost use that as like a mirror of who you are and how you behave. They're just sort of reflecting back to you. So the things that you don't like about somebody is just literally like a reflection back to you of who you are. Would you agree with that? I definitely would agree with that. I mean, people, you know, they're always very quick to judge and make assumptions and, you know, pick out the flaws in others when they really are just basically picking out the flaws that they don't like within themselves. Yeah, I agree with that. Because, you know, if you've accepted those flaws in who you are, for sure they can't really bother you and someone else, right? Mm -hmm. We're always late sometimes. We're always annoying sometimes. Definitely. (laughs) It can't happen. So where do you reckon you would start? You know, if you were to give someone some advice, where would you start in, what would be the first steps for attracting those like-minded people? I would, I would suggest to really discovering yourself first, you know, set clear intentions as to what you want out of life, where you want to go, your dreams, your ambitions, and that will set, you know, a clear, it will, it will paint a clear picture as to where you should be and what kind of people you should be surrounding yourself with. Yeah, I love it. And then I think... W- to add to that, once you discover yourself and, you know, you lay that out exactly who you are and where you want to go, um, demonstrating it first. So the people that you want to attract, you've got to be like them because, you know, no successful person is going to want to hang out with somebody who has different values and different objectives. So that's how you wouldn't attract them into your experience, right? Well, I mean, I would say that you have to take action and put yourself out there. You you don't want you don't want to let the fears of you know potential judgment or re- rejection hold you back from where you could be. Um, so your social circle has to match your own aspirations and your goals in life. Otherwise, you'll just find very little support when you need it most. Yeah, that's really great insight. So I know you've been working on a little bit lately on the universe and the law of attraction and some gratitude stuff. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that? Definitely. So um, as I was saying, those two influential people that I had met from the gym, they introduced me to this movie called The Secret. And basically the movie The Secret is about um, the law of attraction. If you want something, you got to speak it into existence and manifest it, and the universe will just present it to you. Um, lately, I started practicing a lot of gratitude and manifestation skill. Uh, sorry, manifestation um, practices, and I started seeing that a lot of things started going my way. So, for example, um, if I'm running late to for work or something, instead of having my thoughts as being, oh, I don't want to be late, that is me already putting the energy out there that I'm going to be late and I'm worried about being late. So. As a result, the universe will work towards that and I will actually be late. But if I shift my vibe and my energy to being from to going from I don't want to be late to, to I'm not going to be late, things will actually start aligning with that and aligning with your energy and positive vibe and the universe will not make you be late. 
Yeah, absolutely. I love that. It's about, you know, the universe not like really being biased to what you want and what you don't want. It's going to give you everything that you're thinking of. And for those of you out there who haven't heard of The Secret, I would highly recommend grabbing the book uh, by Rhonda Byrne or watching the documentary. It's just called The Secret. It's a bit of an old one, but it's a good one. And the lessons in there are timeless. And so I guess it's all good in theory and it's all great to hear these, you know, these things that, well, you think about it and it's going to come true. Us believe, receive or think about it and it will manifest. But a lot of people give up and a lot of the common resistance that I often uh, get when I'm talking to people about, you know, why don't you live by this kind of mindset is because... There's challenges along the way and Montana, you went through some of those recently. Could you tell us a little bit about, you know, the challenge in between shifting that perspective from when you begin to realize and start to think and you're doing your daily gratitude every morning and things are just not working out for you to that shift where things actually start working. How do you overcome that period in between? It is honestly just all belief. You really have to believe in the process. You can't, You cannot fool the universe. You cannot wake up in the morning and say that I'm going to have a great day when you really don't believe it, just to put it out there and just expect that you're going to have a great day. No, you really have to sit down and actually f- think and put all your energy into having a great day and you'll start realizing that even though it might... It might it might not be the best day ever. It might take a few days until you get there. You're eventually going to have that. And uh, it's just a, a process of believing and always staying consistent and being in that positive mind frame no matter what happens or what the outcome is. Always just have got, you got to have faith in you're gonna, receiving what you want. I love it. I love how you said you can't fool the universe. You can't just say things um, and think that, you know, that the universe is going to believe you just because you're saying it out loud. Though I do want to add to that, you can continuously say it enough, even if you don't believe it right away, and sort of rewrite your, your narrative by doing that. So saying it over and over again, yeah, you might not believe it at first, and no, you won't be fooling the universe, but eventually uh, you'll say it enough that you do rewire your brain and those things will start to show themselves in the physical form. Uh, and then you won't have to do it for the universe because it will be true. So it's about just sort of sticking to that and exactly what you said, having some faith. All right, so totally changing the topic a little bit. What would you say to someone, because I know some people might be introverted or maybe a little bit shy, and so it's very much out of their comfort zone to you know, go out there and network with people who are different to them. So potentially, um, I know when I was always hanging around with the rough crowd, um, getting myself in trouble, getting arrested once upon a time over 10 years ago, you know, I, I mean, I would put that down to the fact that I was shy and I was scared. And a lot of the time when I was with successful or intelligent people, I didn't have the confidence to talk to them. I didn't feel like I could hold a conversation. Uh, I was scared that I would sound stupid and I didn't really know anything about anything that successful people talked about so what would you what would you say to that what would you do i would say that you have to always be open to learning and testing new boundaries you really got to challenge yourself and constantly work towards being a better person and bettering yourself in every aspect it's just a process of trial and error sometimes it might be more difficult to have a conversation than others um but you just have to you know 
get through the rough parts in order for smooth sailing to be a achievement. Nice. And and what about improving your conversational skills or communication skills? What tips would you would you give us for that? I would just recommend practice, you know, just go outside, put yourself out there, allow yourself to be vulnerable, try. It's a process of trial and error. You only get better when you practice. And um it's it's not the scary. I mean, it may seem scary, but it really is not the scariest thing in the world because you you put yourself in a position where you can potentially meet somebody who is very um, similar to you in many ways and that could flower into, you know, a very beneficial friendship or relationship or something where both parties would be in a position where they are gaining from it and not losing anything. I love it. And I think that one thing that you really got to like always say to yourself is what is the worst thing that can happen? Because a lot of the time I think we worry too much about all these potential future outcomes that in most situations don't even happen. That's definitely a flaw in all of us. Even me, when I was about to publish my book, I, you know, I've been writing it for a long time. I was really confident in, you know, all the stories in there and the information that I was putting out there. But at the same time, I still had the same fears of, you know, what if nobody likes it? What if I'm the only person that likes this book? So um, I think it's just about, yeah, getting comfortable with being uncomfortable. And to be honest, like the book did pretty well and it got good reviews. So at the end of the day, those fears were just an imaginary future that I was creating in my mind. And I think we do that often. Tell us about a time, Monty, when you've created an imaginary future that didn't turn out the way that you thought it would when you jumped in and just got the confidence to go all in. Well, actually, I have a very, you know, interesting, relatable story, and that would, I'd have to take you back to when I was competing for my Golden Gloves title. Um, I stepped into it with the mindset in the beginning that I may not come out victorious, and I may, you know, embarrass myself in front of myself and in front of others. But honestly, when I stepped in the ring and when, when I heard the first bell of the first round, I just uh, told myself, you know what, I'm here. What's the worst that can happen? I just should go all in. And I really just didn't hold back. And I put all self-doubts and fears behind and just focused on being in the moment right now and doing everything I can to ensure that I could come out on top and victorious. And despite being alone and having nobody in my corner and not really training, um, with sufficient time enough for the fight, I still came out because, I still came out victorious, sorry, because uh, I truly believed that I could do it and I really just ended up doing what I said I could. That's a great story. That's amazing. I love it. One thing that I've always found was very difficult when, you know, trying to find your social circle is, even though I've got my own personal ways, I'm interested in hearing, where do you go looking for those type of people? That's a great question. Uh, I would definitely say, first of all, you want to skip doing that at like bars and parties and all of those social gatherings, purely because that's not really the place where you're networking to sort of grow. That's more a let loose kind of space. Uh, I don't totally say don't ever do that. Of course, you want to let loose. And if that's something you enjoy doing, go for gold. But if you're looking to grow your circle and become more successful, it's definitely got to be in things that interest you. So 
Maybe you could try tennis for the first time or yoga or boxing, different activities that are aligned with what you actually love doing. And the people that you're trying to attract are already going to be in that space and interested. And I talk about this a lot in the relational area of life. Um, When you're finding your partner or valuable relationships, you know, rather than meeting the man or woman of your dreams and then forcing them to go to yoga with you, it's probably a better starting point to already be aligned with something. And so that's where I strongly, you know, urge people to, Go, go chase their hobbies and that's where you'll usually find the, the right people that you want to meet. Another way I would suggest is go in like random meetup groups. I know everything's virtual right now. You can still do that. There's an app called Meetup actually. Um, and just go do something out of your comfort zone. And when I say out of your comfort zone, I do mean out of your comfort zone but still interesting to you. So go to a meetup group that you've never done before and just go there with the intention to specifically meet people. That way you're going to you know, grow your network, increase your knowledge, potentially learn something and just try something new. Uh, so that's always fun. And the last space I would say would be join a community or a volunteer program or just get a bunch of people together, uh, potentially those who you aspire to be like and just you know, jam with them, do what you guys are good at and spend time just focused on the present and focused on your goals and dreams and, you know, talking about things that are going to be beneficial to both of you guys and seeing how you can expand each other's knowledge. So I think that's the biggest one. That is definitely, you know, great advice. And, um, you know, I would, I would add to that is that um, connection breeds confidence and confidence breeds results. So your ability to surround yourself with people who motivate, inspire and hold you accountable is very important to your success. That's a good point, Monty. So tell us why and how that's beneficial to your success. Speaking from personal experience, you know, success is not an independent journey. At some point, you know, we're all going to have to rely on somebody to help us to get to where we want. That's so true. I always say no one is self-made. Like everybody always needs to help with someone else, right? That's definitely true, you know. It is a very tough journey when you're trying to become successful and... It is very important to be able to have somebody to lean on when you need that extra push or that extra motivation and um, advice or guidance. Yeah, and I just want to add to it real quick that successful people are more often than not willing to help others. They're not selfish people and, you know, they generally do care about other people's success too. But what's super important Uh, just as a bit of advice for anyone listening out there, is that successful people don't like to have their time wasted. So it's really important that you show those people that you're taking their time seriously and you actually go back and implement um, the advice that they've given you. Like think about a time when you've maybe had a friend, this is more for the ladies out there, um, a girlfriend who's always coming to you about her boy problems and she's continuously giving you the same problems over and over again and you give her advice, give her advice and then eventually you're like, oh man, she's not even listening anyway. So what's the point? And so you want to make sure that when somebody does give you their time and their energy and their expertise, that you're not wasting that because very quickly successful people won't want to help you if you don't demonstrate that you're actually listening and applying what they've asked you or um, advised you to do. Sorry to interrupt that. Go on, Monty. <laughs> yeah, I really, I actually really agree with what you said about that because um, 
success from speaking from experience, I've seen that successful people are actually some of the most selfless people out there because they've been on both ends of the spectrum. They've felt what it is when you're first starting on the journey of becoming successful. They know what it is, you know, to it has to take in order to achieve that success and they also know what it means to have it. So that is why I feel like they are always very keen and eager to help out because they were in that position too. At some point, they needed help and guidance and they probably have had it from somebody. So they want to pay it forward and make sure that, you know, they are able to provide and help in whatever way that they can. Yeah, and let's not um, skip out on failure too. I can tell you very firmly that every single successful person I've ever met has definitely had their fair share of failures. And so, you know, you do get a sense of wanting to protect others from making those mistakes that took you years of, you know, years to learn or lots of money to learn. And so I, I do think that there is a big common goal of making the world a better place like that. Well, you know what they say, there is no success without failure. I mean, a successful person is not going to take your hand and, you know, show you the easy ways to the top, but they're definitely going to help guide you and give you advice and, you know, sort of let you learn throughout your own process of trial and error, but with, with, with you know, a bit of guidance. They're not going to just give you the answers right away. They're going to push you towards the right path, and the rest is up to you with what you do with that knowledge. For sure. I love it. So to wrap it up, let's quickly leave our listeners with a few tips and a few places that you can meet some like-minded people or people that you aspire to be like. So one, one for me that I would like to share is, is social media. I know you didn't expect that one. So social media, we always have people that we aspire to be like or people that you know influence us in certain ways and rather than trying to be like them from the other side of the phone or you know being jealous of them or whatever it may be rather than doing any of those things my big recommendation is reach out to them and say hello uh, and you know Tell them what you like about them, for example, or what you aspire to be like and what qualities you enjoy about their posts or personality. And, you know, if they're in the same city as you, potentially see if you can buy them a drink and take a bit of their time to get some advice or just have a casual conversation. And if they're not in the same city, you know, there's always Zoom and all the other online uh, ways that you can get in touch. So that would be my first one. What about yours, Monty? Uh, I would really suggest, you know, going anywhere where people are just trying to better themselves, whether it is a gym, you know, a book club, anywhere where people are trying to benefit themselves in any aspect, you're definitely going to run into successful people. And that's definitely going to be the social circle you want to stay around because um, I wouldn't recommend, you know, going somewhere like a a bar or, you know, a smokers club or stuff like that where people just go for leisure time, I would really recommend um, reaching out in places where it is, the goal is to benefit yourself in whatever aspect it is, but physically, mentally, you know, spiritually, um, anything of that sort. And also, I would really recommend, you know, putting your ego aside. Um, I could understand how intimidating it would be to, you know, surround yourself with successful people. But you have to understand that ego, your ego will, will be your downfall. You know, don't be afraid to ask people how they got to where they are or what it took for them to become successful. And just 
you know, always be open to learning from what they have to say and understand that, yeah, they are success more successful than you at that point, but at one point they were in your shoes as well. Yeah, I love that. One thing I think we spoke about in the last podcast as well is to not compare yourself to somebody um, or not compare yourself to anybody actually, right? You, you are in, in the place that you are and other people are in different stages of their journey and that's totally okay. Everybody starts from the same place. And just being comfortable with that is just super important rather than putting yourself down or comparing yourself to other people. And that also goes for like, it's, it's, it's really, you know, interesting because there, you have successful people on different spectrums. You know, there's a successful 20-year-old millionaire who just started YouTube a year or two ago and they, they hit their first million. Or you have this guy who's been working his whole life towards a goal and, um, you know, he's 45, he hasn't finished his first million, but as soon as he turns, you know, 46, he becomes a millionaire. So you have a 20-year-old millionaire and the guy's been working his whole life. Um, to become one you know it's different journeys everybody has to go through their due process and their own experiences in order to reach that level of success it doesn't matter how long it takes um, eventually the end goal will you know be there for sure and then the next one that I have to offer is sometimes you're gonna have to invest in yourself so there's gonna be areas in life uh, that we might not necessarily be good at, and that's totally okay. So, for example, maybe your financial knowledge isn't that great, or maybe your relationship knowledge isn't that great. And sometimes you don't have access to those people necessarily right then and there. So I think it's very important to invest in yourself and learn things that you need to uh, in, in preparation. Because remember how we said that to attract that person, you actually have to act like that person first. The people that are in your life are just going to be a reflection of you. So, yeah, I think that if you're finding that, for example, you might be really bad with money and in a lot of debt and for some reason, you know, you can't seem to find anyone who knows anything about money or isn't in debt also, uh, that's where it's time to invest in a little bit of financial education, for example, and get yourself onto, I guess, into alignment with that person. Because, you know, if you think about it, a bunch of authors will have similar conversations, whereas a bunch of bank managers would have similar conversations that are very different to those. So being able to even attract that person, you'd have to put yourself into alignment with that person first. Definitely agree with that, which brings us back to what we were talking about earlier, how you should align yourself with your goals and your ambitions, and um, the universe will start aligning itself with you as well. So you are you attract what you want, and that is exactly what um, you know aligning yourself with successful people means. That's great. Thank you so much. So that brings us to the end of another show. Thank you guys all so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. Monty, our wonderful best lifer, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. You know, it was an absolute pleasure to talk about this and help out in any way. That's it for today. Thank you for joining us. If you enjoyed the Best Lifing Show and you want to get in touch, you can find and follow us on all social platforms or visit our website, bestlifing.com. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast and leave a review. Till next time, mates. Stay, Stay blessed, blessed and best lifing. lifing.